Good morning. Today we'll be studying the 11th chapter of Hilchot Tefillah Bilkat Kwanim. And just a quick introduction to this chapter, which will speak about the Beta Knesset or the synagogue. There is a very interesting pasuk in Sefer Yehezkel, Perik Yod Aleph, Pasuk Tetvav. And it'll give us a little bit of a taste of the Beta Knesset and something that we can look for in this chapter. The pasuk goes the following. It's as if God is saying that he, so to speak, will be for the Jewish people a, on a pretty, um, on a slight level in a way, uh, that God will be for them a mikdash in the lands that the Jews uh, have arrived to. And obviously Yehazkel is speaking after the Galut. And Chachamim make a derasha and say that God is referring, when he speaks to, when he speaks about emigdash me'at, God is speaking about bateknesiot and batemidrashot. And we'll see in the, in the chapter, there are many, many parallels uh, that uh, we have in the Beta Knesset that parallel uh, the Beta Mikdash. And as a result, the Beta, the Beta Knesset is called Mikdash Me'at sometimes in rabbinic literature. <clears throat> so let's get right into it. And again, I'll try and point out the, the best I can, uh, the parallels of the Beta Mikdash, but uh, feel free to expand on your own. And every place that there are 10 Jewish men above 13, they are obligated to prepare a house in which they assemble at every moment that they are obligated to pray. And this place is called Beta Knesset or House of Assembly, for now we'll call it Beta Knesset. And we compel the members of the city to build themselves a Beta Knesset. And not only that, we also compel them to buy Sifre Torah and books of, Nevi, of the prophets and of the writings. And just you can notice, as we mentioned before in Al-Khotan Torah, the emphasis of the Jewish people on Torah study and the education that we try and encourage. Whenever building a Beta Knesset, it is only built on the highest part of the city. As the Pasuk in Mishleh says, that you shall call from the high places. And this is one parallel to the Beit HaMikdash, as the Beit HaMikdash itself was built on Har Hamoria on a mountain. So too, Beit HaKinesset should be built on a high place. And it is raised and it should be built <coughs> at the same height as some of the other houses of the city. That are obviously also at high places. Shneemar, as the pasuk in Ezra says, "Uleromem et bet Elohim to exalt the house of our Lord." The end put hin. 
Pithe Beta Knesset, Elanam Mizrah, and the doors of the Beta Knesset are only made on the east side, and this is also a parallel to the Beta Mikdash, as the doors of the Beta Mikdash were also uh, from the east, and they would face the west. And Harambam in the Moran of Uchim, Shelishi, actually says that the reason for this was in order for the people to give their back to the sun, as the sun was one of the gods that was worshipped in antiquity. As the Pasuk says in Bamidbar, that the following are those who encamp the Mishkan in the east, and it talks about Moshe's camp and Aharon's camp and the rest of the Kohanim. And a shrine is built in which the Sefer Torah is placed. And this shrine is built people pray towards, the people in that city pray towards, as they should face the hechal when they are engaged in tefillah. And a platform is erected in the Beit HaKinesit. In order for whoever is reading the Torah may stand up there, or whoever is reproofing the nation can stand and reproof them from there. In order for everyone to listen. And the desk or table on which the Torah is placed on is placed in the is put in the middle of the room and amongst the congregation. And its back, the back of the desk is facing towards the Hechal. And the front of it is facing the people. <laughs> And Arambam actually in this halakha is going to give us something very, very interesting that still does exist in certain communities. And it's the layout of the Beta Knesset and how exactly Beta Knesset should, should be laid out. How should people sit in Beta Knesset? And what is exactly the structure of the Beta Knesset specifically? The elders and the wise of the city sit and and their back is to, their face they face the people and their backs are towards the hechal. And the rest of the nation sit in rows. And each row is one in front of the other. And there are rows that continue until each one of the people face the Hechal and face the Zekenim and face the Teva in order. <clears throat> Notice Harambam says, uh, 
Lifnei HaKodesh, maybe an allusion to the Bet HaMikdash, uh, and the idea that we mentioned that the Bet HaKinesit alludes and is a manifestation of the Shekhinah, just as the Bet HaMikdash was. And here, when he says Lifnei HaKodesh, he's actually referring to the Hechal. So, again, you would have the Hechal, then you would have the Zekinim that would face and their backs would be towards the Hechal and their face would be towards the people. Then you would have the people sitting in rows facing the Hechal and in front of the Hechal were the Zekinim. And at the moment that the Shaliyah Tibur gets up to pray, he stands on the floor before the Teva. And he faces the Kodesh just as the rest of the nation. And again, notice Harambam uses the word Kodesh. Again, I probably an allusion to the Beit HaMikdash. But here, obviously, it means the Hechad. Whenever someone is in the Beit HaKinesit, in the Beit Midrash study hall, one must behave with respect. Their floors are swept and cleaned with water. And it is actually customary uh, by all Jews, both in Spain and in the West, in Iraq and in Israel, is Israel is called Eretz Tzvi. Uh, it's a land that is desired. to light candles that are covered in glass. And this is still a custom today. Possibly an allusion to the menorah. Obviously, not exactly, but it could be. And to spread carpets on their floors in order to sit in them. And in the Christian countries, or Europe, they, the people sit on, um, on chairs. And the most important thing is to follow the minhag of the place and to build with the Knesset according to whatever uh, is the norm in whatever place you are. Harambam actually uh, begins this, this halakha the same way he began the previous halakha, but goes uh, to the negative side, in contrast to the positive side that he mentioned before. It's prohibited to act lightheaded and joking and to, in a mockery way, and to speak with in idle conversations, and it's prohibited to eat or drink in them, or to indulge oneself in them, or to walk around and to pleasure oneself in that way. And it is forbidden 
to enter a Beta Knesset, Beta Knesset, specifically in the summer, in order to escape and seek relief from the heat. So too, in the winter, it is prohibited to try and find refuge or relief in the Beta Knesset just because of the rain. And the sages and their students are allowed to eat and drink in the Beta Knesset in extraneous situations. And is prohibited to speak about monetary calculations or business. Unless it was for calculations of a mitzvah, for example, uh, the charity box, and releasing uh, those who are captive, and any other uh, situation in which money would be involved, it is allowed to speak about that in the Beta Knesset. And it's forbidden to eulogize in the Beta Knesset unless it is a hesped uh, in which the public has great interest in. For example, if there was a eulogy that one of the great sages of the city would attend, that the entire nation would come and, and respect for this hacham, and in that situation, it would be allowed to have the eulogy in the Beta Knesset. In the Beta there were two doors. It is prohibited to use the Beta Knesset or Beta Midrash as a shortcut or a passage to enter from one way and go out the next in order to use it as a shortcut. As it is prohibited to enter the Beta Knesset or the Beta Midrash unless you are doing so for a mitzvah. Anyone who had to enter Beta Knesset or the Beta Midrash to call uh, his son or a young person or even to call his neighbor, he should enter the Beit Knesset or the Beit Midrash, say or recite a pasuk or two, and or say some words of halacha that he received, and only then should he call his friend. In order not to make his entry solely for himself and for his own desires. However, if he doesn't know how to recite any pesukim or any halachot, he should call to one of the young young children there and ask him, which pasuk are you, are you reciting? Or you should remain in the Beit HaKnesset for a little bit and only then leave. As the sitting in the Beit HaKnesset is Considered immersion in the mitzvot. As the Pasuk says, uh, Praiseworthy be he who sits in your house. Anyone who 
מותר לו לצאת בפתח שכנגדו כדי לקרב את הדרך. anyone who entered to recite פסוקים or to read from one entrance may leave from a second entrance in order to make his passage shorter. And this is obviously different from what we mentioned before that this individual came with the intent, comes with the intent to read or to pray and does so from one entrance and stays in the bit, has the intent to stay in the bit and connect for a while and only then leaves from a different place. And this is actually reminiscent of that in the Beit HaMikdash, it is forbidden for one to enter the Beit HaMikdash with his staff and with shoes or with an undershirt. And more specifically, Harabayit. And here Harambam feels the need to address the fact that one may enter the Beit HaKinesit with his staff and with his shoes and with his undershirt as uh, probably to alert us to some of the parallels and to and Harambam here again clearly feels the need to tell us that it is allowed to enter the Beit HaKinesit uh, with all of these items and if an individual ha felt the need to spit he may do so in the Beit HaKinesit. <clears throat> Any Bet Knesset Red Midash that was destroyed, they still retain their sacred status. As the Pasuk in Vayikra says, I will make desolate your Mikdash, your temples. And obviously, here, uh, Harambam and the Gemara do just juxtapose the Mikdash to the Bet Knesset. As they learned from, they learned the name from the Beit Hakneset from a pasuk that is referring to the Mikdash. Despite the fact that they are destroyed, they still retain their kedusha. And just as uh, an individual is uh, obligated to behave in a certain way while they are. Uh, while the Beit HaMikdash or Beit HaKnesset are up and are in existence, one must behave in the same way while, that while they are destroyed. One must behave in the same way in the Beit HaKnesset and in the Beit HaMikdash while they are destroyed. Chutz, mikibud veribud, except for sweeping and washing the Beit HaKnesset, the Beit HaMikdash, she'en mechabedin otan ve'en marbitzin, that we do not sweep or wash the Beit HaKnesset while they are destroyed, obviously. If there was grass that grew in the Beit HaKnesset, the destroyed Beit HaKnesset, the Beit HaMikdash, we extract the grass, we pull out the grass, and actually put it on the floor, and place it on the floor. In order for the people to see it, and for their minds and spirits to be stirred, and they'll make an effort to try and rebuild uh, the Beit Knesset and Beit Hamikdash that was Beit Hamikdash that were destroyed. Hachayot <clears> Bet. 
אין סותרים בית הכנסת כדי לבנות אחר במקומו או במקום אחר. It's forbidden to destroy or take apart a בית הכנסת in order to build another in its place or another in another place. אבל בונים אחר ואחר כך סותרים זה. Rather, the procedures should be the following. That first one should build or a community should build a בית הכנסת and only then um, take apart the other one. שמא יהרה להם אונס ולא יבנו. So that, because, and the reason for this, and the reason that we build, first build the Beit HaKadoshet and only then destroy the other one, is that something may, might come up and cause the community to use their money for other purposes and they won't end up building the Beit HaKadoshet and they'll be left without a Beit HaKadoshet. אפילו כותל אחד ממנו, even one wall of the Beit HaKadoshet, בונה חדש בצד הישן, ואחר כך סותר הישן. It is forbidden to destroy an existing wall of the Beit HaKnesset unless it is, unless there was one already built. When is this said? Is it only said in a situation in which a Beit HaKnesset, uh, the found, its foundations were not destroyed. However, if its foundations were destroyed or its walls were about to fall, it may be taken apart right away. And the Beit HaKnesset should be built right away in the day and at night. That the hour may delay and the Beit HaKnesset might stay in its distressed and destroyed state. And just a quick note, it is, this actually... In this deen, we actually differ from the Beit HaMikdash, as the Beit HaMikdash, I believe, is only to be built during the day. Halakha Yodalad. Uta la'asot Beit HaKnesset u Beit HaMidrash, abad Beit HaMidrash en osin oto Beit HaKnesset. It is allowed to make a Beit HaKnesset and make that into a Beit HaMidrash, but a Beit HaMidrash may not be made into a Beit HaKnesset. Shekedushat Beit HaMidrash yetera al Kedushat Beit HaKnesset as the Kedusha of a study hall is greater than the Kedusha of a synagogue as we mentioned before in Ochotan Torah. And the principal rule as we did mention in Ochotan Torah is that we go up in levels of Kedusha and we don't go down and we go um, to the more degree of sacredness, and we don't um, go down. And similarly, people who sold the Beit HaKnesset may take that money and use it for a Teva. <clears throat> if they sold a Teva, they are allowed to take and use the money that they that they that they made that they made as a cloth used for the Sefer Torah or for the case of the Sefer Torah. If they sold the cloth used for the Sefer Torah or the case of the Sefer Torah, we buy humashim with it. If they sold Humashim, 
לוקחים ספר תורה, they can use that money for a ספר תורה. אבל אם מכרו ספר תורה, however, if they sold a ספר תורה, אין לוקחים בדמיו אלא ספר תורה אחר. They may only use the proceeds for another ספר תורה. שאין שם קידושה למעלה מספר תורה, as there is no degree of קידושה like ספר תורה, וכן במותריהן. And for all of these um, items and proceeds, the money that one used to buy all of them, the money left over for that proceeds also may only be used to buy a sacred item more, more sacred than whatever they sold. Similarly, if the people collected money to build a Bet Midrash or Bet Knesset, or to buy a Teva or a Mitpachat and a Tiko Sefer Torah, and they wanted to change everything that they bought, and if they collected money for a specific purpose, either for a Bet Midrash or a Bet Knesset, or to buy a Teva or a Mitpachat, or a case for the Sefer Torah or a Sefer Torah itself, and they wished to change the purpose for whatever they collected, they may only substitute and use the proceeds for an object with a higher degree of Kiddushah as we laid out exactly what they were in the previous halacha. As we only, yeah, we only substitute for a more degree of Kiddushah, not a less degree. But if they wished However, if they wish to use the um, money left over after they bought whatever they wish to buy, they may use the leftover money for whatever they wish. And any vessels of the Bet HaKeneset are considered as if they are part of the Bet HaKeneset in terms of the degree of Kiddushah. The curtain on which um, the on which is on the place that houses the Torah scrolls are like the wraps of the Torah scrolls and the cloth used to cover the Sifra Torah. And if stipulations were made in regards to any of these articles, the stipulations must be fulfilled. When is this said that it is allowed to sell a Beit HaKeneset? This is only said in regards to a Beit HaKeneset that is in a village. As members of the, the village only made up the Beit HaKeneset and what they had in mind is that only the members of the village would use the Beit HaKeneset to pray there. He, she'im ratu kulan lemokhrim, and in regards to a Beit HaKeneset in a village, if they wish to sell the Beit HaKeneset, they may do so. In the, situ in, in the proper order, and in the situation, that the situations and stipulations that we mentioned before. Aval Beit HaKeneset shelakirachim. However, <clears throat> in regards to a city of a large, yeah, in regards to a city 
in a better connected in a city because there are many passerbys in larger cities they the synagogue in the better connected was made with the intent that it would be used by all anyone that would enter that city would pray and use the better Knesset by making a better Knesset in a city it has actually been made for the entire corpus of the Jewish people it is forbidden to ever sell a better Knesset in a city any members of the city that did wish to sell the better Knesset or if they wish to use to sell the Beta Knesset and use the proceeds to build another Beta Knesset or to use the proceeds to buy a Teva or a Sefer Torah if they did want to sell the Beta Knesset they must stipulate upon whoever is buying the Beta Knesset that they will not make it into a bathhouse or a tannery. And again, a tannery, a bursaki, is a place that they would turn hide into leather. And it was not the nicest of places. Not into a ritual bathhouse, laundry house that women would typically do laundry in. As none of these places are really respectable um, in any way. And it would be pretty disgraceful for people to pass by and they would see the bathhouse or the busiki and say, oh, this was actually where the Bekitekaneset used to be housed. Therefore, uh, we stipulate upon whoever's buying the Bekitekaneset not to make it into one of the, the, those places listed. However, if there are seven people that represent the city and publicly stipulate and agree that in the transaction that that it is allowed that it will be allowed for um, the buyer to make it into one of the places that we mentioned, he, the buyer is eventually allowed to do so. And again, this is only with the consent of the of the people. Similarly, if there were seven people that represent the city in the presence of the people of the city that stipulated on the surplus of the money from the sale that may be used for any purpose, they can be used for any purpose. And after they get the proceeds from the sale and build another Beta Knesset, or they use the proceeds to buy a Teva or Mitpahat or a case for the Sefer Torah or the Humashim or Sefer Torah itself, the remainder of from the proceeds may become hulin as they stipulated, and they can use the money for whatever purpose they need. Similarly, so too, if 
there was one person that the community authorized to make the decisions for the rest of the community. Any that he, anything that he does is done. And he may sell and buy and sell whatever he wishes and whatever he sees fit. And he may stipulate on whatever he sees fit as well. Just as it is allowed for the people to sell Beit HaKnesset in this stipulate condition, on the conditions that we mentioned, it is allowed to give it away. As for unless the community didn't derive benefit from this um, gift, they wouldn't have given it away. However, it is prohibited to rent out a Beit HaKnesset or pledge it as a security for a loan. And when a Beit HaKnesset is destroyed and similarly when a Beit HaKnesset is destroyed in order to be rebuilt, it is allowed to switch or to sell or to give away as a gift the bricks and the wood and the dust that is part was part of the Beit HaKnesset. However, it is forbidden to lend them out. As it is prohibited to, as the sorry, as it is prohibited to loan them out, the bricks and wood and the dust, as the kedusha only passes from them by benefit or by monetary sale uh, or trans or by transferring them to money, as as gaining benefit is just like uh, money, as we see in many places in the Gemara. Final halacha, the square of a city. Just because uh, there are certain times uh, that there that the tefillah is done in the public square, uh, for example, during fast days or spe special services and spe special occasions, that there is a large assembly of people, and the Beit Knesset cannot accommodate all of the, pe the people. There is no kedusha um, in this square. as it is temporary. And it was not established um, for tefillah, for prayer. And similarly, any houses or courtyard that people sometimes gather to pray, to pray there, there is no kedusha in any of these places. As they were not solely designated for prayer. Rather, people pray there temporarily and sometimes as sometimes an individual prays in his house and there is no kiddusha in the house that an individual prays in as it is only a temporary praying place in contrast uh, to a Beit HaKnesset that the sole purpose of the Beit HaKnesset is for prayer.